Hey everybody, welcome to the Mary Janelle Show. It's a little bit different today. I've changed it up. I am out here on a beautiful walk. And I brought you on a walk today with me because walking has been part of my recovery from burnout. This summer, I have had a burnout like I haven't had in a really long time. And I wanted to share with you about it. If you've been going through a burnout yourself, if you've been there before and you're trying to avoid it, if you know someone who's going through a burnout, then today's episode is more than likely for you. So settle in because I wanna share with you my recent experience with burnout, what I've been doing to recover, and what that really looks like for my self-care. Keeping in mind that burnout is a really personal thing. It happens to all of us, none of us are exempt, but the way it affects us is so personal because each of us are unique. We have our own personalities, we have our own ways of coping, we have self-care that's personalized to us. And so how I've had to adapt and recover is not necessarily how you'll need to approach burnout if and when it ever happens to you. But I think that my sharing of my own personal story, in it you'll find probably just some encouragement that all of us, we go through this. We go through this time when we hit the wall, we have no more fuel, we experience exhaustion. And for me, my burnout often manifests as a mild depression, which is unusual for me to go through in the summer because generally I go through that in about January or February. I've talked about that on the podcast before too, where around November, I'm always taking a lot of steps to ensure that my winter is as healthy as possible, including upping my vitamins and exercise and getting on a mindset to get through the winter blues. I didn't expect to go through the summer blues, which also for me equates to burnout. The thing is that I saw burnout coming and I knew it was inevitable because I had an accumulation of a very busy season of life and a lot of circumstances out of my control that happened between the time of March and June, mid-June 2023. And some of it was amazing stuff. It wasn't necessarily bad stuff that led me to that led me to burnout. Some of it was like like moments of a lifetime that I am so thankful for, including my son getting married family coming in from all over North America to have a family reunion at the wedding. It was so incredible. Leading up to that date, I had massive shifts and changes in almost every realm of my life, including, you know, the story where I had to move out of my studio very quickly, make some really big business decisions. I also invested in and started, you'll hear our local train going by here, invested in and started another business with our son. And all of that took incredible amounts of energy. Not only was I focused on those things, but I also have my regular day job. I am self-employed, but I have one particular contract that's very important to me and takes up the majority of my time. And it in itself is a lot of responsibility. I help to manage teams and production and get the job done. It requires me meeting deadlines, which you know is pressure. 
So between March and mid-June, I had all of those things accumulating at once, like a very, what do you call a pressure cooker? Like a pressure cooker on a stove. It was just getting hotter and hotter. And I knew it and there was nothing I was willing to give up at that point. I wasn't willing to wait to move out of the studio until after the wedding because I pretty much figured I'd crash after the wedding. I wasn't willing to let go of starting the business when I needed to and mentoring our son at that point because he needed it. It was really important. And I also wasn't willing to let up on any of the commitments to my main contract. And I was going to pour every single ounce and fiber of my being into our son's wedding. So it was just inevitable. I didn't have enough energy for all of that, but I did it. I put my everything in. Everyone around me who knows me and loves me saw me just pour out. It was a great big pouring out of Mary Janelle energy. And, you know, when I moved from that studio, I gave it my everything. I even cleaned it and just moved as fast and furious and organized as I possibly could. And then taking on the wedding, it wasn't just handing it over to a wedding planner. I was very much involved. Actually, it was the time of my life, really. I helped to plan a luncheon and we had what I called pretzel towers. My husband and I built these towers that we had a baker bake us 300 pretzels that hung from the pretzel towers for the luncheon. It was so much fun. But in it all, it was a great big pouring of energy. All this, <laughs> you're listening to me, you're like, girl, you're crazy. And yeah, yeah, sometimes I am because I put everything in. And then, all of that leading up to my family began to fly in and I just so dearly wanted to spend time with everyone and invest in every single relationship, which as you know, for introverts, being social and pouring into relationships, it's precious and important, but it's not how we refuel, it's how we pour out. So at the end of all of March, April, May, June, pouring out in energy and socially, I was left mid-June just depleted. I had no words left. I had no energy left. I felt like a bit let down that the wedding was over. And at the end of it all, I was just pretty much so depleted that I knew it would take quite a recovery period. So what did I do about it? Well, all of us, as I mentioned, are very personal at how we would deal with burnout. But the first thing I did, and, and I wanna say this, I feel like I've handled it as healthy as I could. And I feel like I've handled it healthier than other times in my life. And one of the reasons I say that is because number one, I decided to not deny it. I decided to not try to hide the fact I was burned out. So amongst my inner circle of family, friends, and loved ones, I've pretty much made an announcement and said, everyone, I'm burned out and I'm gonna be in recovery mode. And I don't know what that looks like yet, but it probably means saying no to social things and a lot of sleep. And those were the first steps I took. I pretty much went to bed. And so over the last eight weeks, 
I've given myself the time and space to rest and nap whenever I needed to. Okay, that's very unusual for Mary Janelle. The only other time in my life that I ever remember being in a habit of napping was when I was pregnant. <laughs> and my youngest just turned 19 years old. So, you know, maybe I've had the periodic little rest on the couch once in a while, but I don't take naps. And I found that the only way I could cope and recover from this burnout was to get up in the morning and do what I needed to do and then right after lunch, take a nap. And even if I didn't fall asleep, which a lot of times I did, I just laid there and like tried to tune out and rest. And I also tried to soak up all the good memories of the time between March and mid-June when the burnout was occurring. I was in such a go mode and such a get it done like the executor in me, the one who can do that to-do list. I was in full blast that entire time that maybe I didn't relish and soak in as much as I wished. So I would take naps and like just think about all the good things and the memories and really just fill myself with gratitude. There's a few other ways that I handled it besides letting myself sleep, which by the way, I was sleeping like sometimes 11 hours a night and I'm still doing that. Going to bed very early and sleeping. And I let myself do this. I, I also cut back on all unnecessary social activity, which for an extrovert wouldn't be the way to handle a burnout, but for an introvert, it's pretty important because introverts refuel alone. And I don't mean, you know, that I needed to cut myself off from my husband or kids or like inner circle which sometimes I did, I needed alone time in that way too, but more so anything extra, extra dinners out or barbecues at the beaches. I was declining invitations. I was, I'm sure disappointing people because it's like the funnest season in our area. I'm not, I actually wanna take you on a B-roll walk and just show you where I am and let you see the beauty. I live in the Shushwap Valley and it's just, of British Columbia and it's just so, incredible here in the summer, which makes me a little bit sad that I've been sleeping most of it away, but I had to free myself to recover. And one of the ways I had to do that is pretty much to sleep and rest, cut back on unnecessary social activity. I have journaled a lot more and had way more quiet time than I normally do in a summer. And of course, you all know that I'm working on my journaling resources, which is essentially an online class that I call a discovery. It's going to be part of Mary Janelle mentoring. And I filmed it about four weeks ago. I, I got filmed professionally and the whole project is moving forward. But because I had some production on the go, I had to back off of any production that was unnecessary. And one of those things that I deemed unnecessary was weekly podcasts. It was so hard for me, but I sat down and really considered how much energy I pour into this podcast. And it's not monetized in the sense that it's not a business product for me, or it's not something that I know many of you generously 
use the buy me a coffee link and you'll often donate to the production of the podcast, which is so appreciated. But when I really roll it out on paper, it isn't something that I do for my job. And I had to decide to back off the podcast production during burnout. And that meant I went every other week instead of every week. And you know what? It made an incredible difference. I think sometimes just like cutting our load in half and allowing ourselves the space to stop the doing and just being. And I, I had to accept, Mary Janelle, you're burnt out. You need to rest and back off of production that's not necessary. Anything that is extra, I had to let go of. And of course then, it took a while into the burnout. Like, first of all, I, I wanna say this, that for me, I felt like if I, I could almost liken it to a hospital stay where it's like my first two weeks were in critical care and then it was like I just needed general care <laughs> to go to like just the general ward of self-compassion and care. And so for the first two weeks, I was like flat out pajamas, sleeping, doing minimal and just letting my brain and body recover from the amount that I put out. And then I began to feel a little more human again, but I realized I wasn't totally through it. We can all jeopardize burning out again if we don't fully let ourselves recover. And so at that point I entered just like monitoring mode where I just carefully watched myself. Yeah, you need a nap today. And then some days I didn't. And then other days I didn't nap, but I needed to go to bed early and I needed to put my phone away and have like, less distractions, minimalize my tech, wake up and set one goal for the day. Because I do find that some of my um, symptoms when I'm burnt out is not only, like I mentioned, a feeling depression um, and sadness and lack of motivation, but I sometimes just don't finish things. It's like it enhances my distraction attention issues. I want to call it ADHD, but I've never been fully diagnosed and I only see it rise up and crop up when I'm under intense stress, like a burnout. And so I began to see myself having those little issues where I didn't finish tasks and I'd leave laundry undone or half done. And I just realized that I needed to, to bring my mindset back into focus and give myself manageable to-dos, manageable tasks every day. I also did talk to my doctor and I didn't necessarily need to bring up the fact I was burned out, but I talked to the doctor about my iron levels and a little bit of lack of energy because I realized that I think that my burnout was coinciding with low iron. And Interestingly, this has happened a couple times in my life when I'm really busy. For example, the time that I described from May to mid-June, sorry, March to mid-June, I was so busy that I don't pay as good of attention to my dietary needs or nutrition, and it can really lead to um, the lack of iron, vitamins, 
and, and all of that. So I really let it slip and I talked to the doctor about getting some blood work and checking into some things, which I think was just a really smart move. So I guess one thing that I would offer out there to anyone who thinks they're going through burnout is to make sure that if you need medical attention, for the burnout itself, or also just for the fact that it takes such a toll on your body to make sure you're reaching out to get the help that you need. And I also tried to give myself quick wins. This is an interesting one to describe because for all of us, it's gonna seem different. Quick wins in your life might look totally different than in mine, but Part of the burnout that I was going through was that I had a lot of big decisions to make and I was needing to make them rapidly. And yet they were so big, I also needed time. <laughs> we could call it time to overthink them or just simply time to think about it. <laughs> Either way, I spent some time journaling and really sorted out all my decisions that I needed to make and picked the ones that could be the biggest quickest wins, get some decisions off my plate. And that helped a lot. There were two or three key decisions that I needed to make towards the end of burning out before I realized fully that I was in burnout mode. I needed to make some big decisions. And when I made them, I felt an incredible amount of relief. One of the things I'm gonna be teaching in my upcoming journaling class journal yourself whole is how to make decisions through a process of journaling. I think that it is like so transformational to be able to sit down with your journal and sort out your decisions and then choose the biggest, quickest wins that you can give yourself because the relief is, I think I just messed up my mic. The relief is huge. And so that's something that I did for myself was just gave myself some big win decisions and let myself relish in the relief. I also read about burnout. I know it's funny, but I knew right away, okay, you hit a wall, you are so burnt out. Let's study this a little bit. Let's understand what others recommend that you do to get through it. So I've shared with you some tips that I've personally used to help myself recover and I'm not fully recovered. I've got a little ways to go, but I'm definitely on the other side of the worst. I've shared with you some of my own tips, but in the research and reading, here's some that I'll just like list off for you that could help you or somebody else that you know going through burnout that are really important to keep in mind. So when you're burnt out, and I'll list them here, recognize the signs. It's really important. Recognize the signs and accept it. Set your boundaries between your work life, your personal life, your social life. Learn to say no, so set your boundaries. I have other episodes all about setting boundaries if you check in the past uh, lineup of YouTube or audio shows. Prioritize your self-care. For all of us, that will look different, but prioritize taking care of you. <laughs> For me, it was sleep. Practice stress management, so keep your stress at a minimal and, and try not to take on more things that will lead you to stressful situations. Seek social support, connecting with your friends and family, talking through your feelings. Uh, for me, that was journaling, and I actually felt like I needed to back off of a lot of social situations, but sitting on a patio with a friend was totally fine. 
it was overstimulus. It was loud places that really drained me. And break your tasks into manageable steps so that you're not overwhelmed. Take a little break, have a mini vacation or staycation. Although I have to say that for me, that doesn't work because I find I get a little bit stressed out about vacations, especially like packing and making sure you have everything. So that isn't something that really works for me personally, but a lot of people do find themselves like really relaxed to take a vacation. Seek professional help when you need it. Make sure that you remember that there's professionals out there waiting to help us, waiting to listen and, and be there. And practice that self-compassion. Try to guess which was the hardest for me, <laughs> the self-compassion one. It really was. I wanted to like whoop my butt and get myself back in gear and just say, get on with it, girl. Like it wasn't that bad. You had the time of your life. You had this amazing wedding. You had family and friends and drinks and food and fun. And prior to that, I mean, hey, you made a big change. Yeah, you moved studios and you started a business and you made a bunch of decisions. It can't be that bad, right? Well, the accumulation of the stress was just too much for one person to handle in such a short amount of time and it took a toll and that's okay. I don't need to be ashamed of that. You don't need to be ashamed of your burnout. I think that's one thing that we all, especially those of us who are task-oriented people, who work really hard, we're self-motivators, we're, you know, we're just always on the go. When we experience burnout or setbacks of any kind, we get down on ourselves, feel shamed, ashamed of it. And this time, because I didn't go into denial and I pretty much straight up announced it <laughs> to everyone, I'm in burnout mode. I just owned the fact that I needed to rest. I owned the fact I needed to say no to extra things. I also have this other little syndrome that I call the because I can syndrome. I've never talked about it yet on the podcast and I'd love to dedicate a whole talk to it. But I do things because I can. I'll take on an extra project because I can. I'll do a, you know, art because I can or this because I can or I I love to do things because I can. In fact, I saw on the documentary called My Octopus Teacher that the octopus, the main star of the show, she walked on the bottom of the ocean with her eight legs because she can. And there's footage, like uh, this is real, this is true. This octopus, there's film of it in the octopus, my octopus teacher, where she's like walking with her eight legs on the bottom of the ocean and the commentator said, simply because she can. I felt like that's me. I do things because I can. And during burnout mode, I had to go into very, very strict mindset that I'm not allowed to do anything because I can. I only do the things that are right in front of me that are completely necessary. And that really helped me. After I'm fully recovered, when I'm on the other side, I will start doing all the adventures and wonderful creative things that I do because I can. But right now, it's necessary work. And one of those things that I deemed necessary during the burnout that I would continue doing is developing the mentorship programs I've been working on, including Journal Yourself Whole. So stay tuned because it's in the editor's hands right now. It's getting worked on and I'm going, I'm not even calling it a launch. 
During burnout mode, I decided to call it embarking. I am embarking on the journey of having this program. I'm not launching anything because that speaks of fast, furious, high pressure type of, you know, activity. And I am taking the route of peaceful, calculated, intentional activity, such as embarking on a voyage with you. So check out all my links below. You know where to find me, maryjanelle.com. I'm working on my mentoring site. I can't wait to announce when it's ready. You can find me on Instagram at Mary Janelle. I also have an art account at Mary Janelle Art. All of the links are down below and on YouTube. I would love it if you give me some love with some like button, subscribe button, hit the bell, you know, all that good stuff. And then over on audio apps, it really helps if you leave a review and the stars. And there's also a link below to support the show if that's of interest to you to buy me a coffee. Not a literal coffee, it supports the show. Although who knows, maybe I will get a literal coffee because in burnout mode, I might as well treat myself to a coffee. I really appreciate you all being here on my journey and hearing me out today about the reality of my summer, summer 2023, burnout mode, and what it's been like, what I've learned. Hopefully there's some takeaways and some encouragement for you there. Until next time, keep on in the full potential 